Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. My name is Inez Bai, and I am the host of this podcast as well as a life and mindset coach. So today, for those of you who have been following me on Instagram, you will know that I have been that I'm moving. I've been going through a big process of moving once more. And yes, you heard that right because I literally just did a podcast on moving and now I've decided to move again. So I thought this would be a really good opportunity to share with you everything that I've learned. I did a free masterclass this morning, which is still on my Instagram. If you want to go check out the replay, it's all about consistent five figure months. Um, and I spoke on there about how sometimes when we make a decision and we reflect on it in hindsight, we can fall down the spiral of thinking like, why didn't I know better? Or why didn't I choose better? Because hindsight can be so frustrating because we can see everything so clearly in retrospect and we can very quickly go into blaming ourselves for not being more courageous or being smarter or taking the decision slow or anything it might be. So I wanted to share with you, especially because sometimes listening to our intuition means that we are going to be chopping and changing and it's not easy, you know, to pick up and move (laughs) within the space of two months. Like I think I was at my old share house for about two months and then move again. That's not an easy decision, right? The easier decision would have been to kind of just stay in the place and convince myself to deal with it and sort of white knuckle myself through it. And even though that doesn't feel easy, it's like less of a risk to move again. It's less of an effort to move again. But for me, I'm so committed to following my intuition and I'm so committed to making sure that my life is really lighting me up so that I have enough energy to serve so that I feel like I'm, you know, inspired and creative and so that I feel like I'm living in alignment, I guess, because if I'm not, then I'm not going to be helpful to the people around me. And to be honest, what I'm going to share in this podcast episode too, is that the past couple of months of living in this place that wasn't in alignment with me, and I'll share all the details around what, what, why that wasn't, I've been experiencing a lot of anxiety and just been feeling quite frustrated at myself, taking it out on myself a lot, taking it out on the people around me. And just like, you know, when you get into a situation and you're not really sure why it isn't suiting you, you kind of look for other things to blame. And then that can lead you down a very spicy path of blaming things that aren't necessarily the culprit for what is making you upset. So let's dive into today's podcast. I have a very exciting announcement. If you are listening to this on the day of the release, which will be Monday, the 13th of September, I am hosting a one day business mastermind on Friday, which is essentially going to be like an opportunity for you to ask any question, share with me where you're at with your business. And I will help you identify the block that is stopping you from getting to the next level of income and impact. And then you'll be able to hear from each of the other people that are also going to be joining the mastermind. So it's It's the best way to get the closest to me. And for the next like day until Tuesday, the 14th of September, it's going to be a hundred dollars. And then tomorrow morning, it's going to go to $200. So if you're listening to this, this is just like a fast action discount. Um, Just send me a message on Instagram and you can come and join because I would absolutely love to have you there. All right, let's get down into the juicy, the nitty gritty of what the hell happened with my house and why I moved so quickly within two months. So I was living in a share house before I moved into um, my other place. (laughs) So I was living in the inner west in Sydney and then I moved um, closer to the beach and I loved the share house that I was living at in the inner west. I had a great housemaid, a great house. It was just like a good vibe, like one of those places that you walk in and you just feel kind of instantly comfortable. But I really felt the calling to move closer to the beach. I've always wanted to live 
where I'm living now, closer to the beach, and so that I could just walk to the beach. And I found myself spending a lot of time transporting, driving to, traveling to the beach. Um, and especially because I work from home and I work for myself, I do have a lot of flexibility in the sense that I can go to the beach on a Tuesday morning and spend the day there. And that's a life that I've created for myself and a, the business that I've worked very, very hard to create. Definitely not in the first year of my business was I going to the beach, that is for sure. And I think that's a illusion that sometimes business owners can give of like, yeah, start your business and you'll be lying on the beach and money will just come to you. And it's like, really, no money is passive, like totally passive. There is always work that needs to be put in, whether it's like setting up systems, setting up a website, setting up your business, like you're going to have to be putting money in. But anyway, this journey that my business has taken me to is now being able to have a life of more flexibility. Um, but so I decided to leave that place, right? <laughs> Left that place, moved to my share house in the beach. And I knew I wanted to move into a share house. And I, I felt that internally because I work for myself. I work from home alone. And being a solo business owner, right? I run everything in my business on my own. It can get pretty lonely and it, I can feel pretty isolated. So I knew that I wanted to move into a share house where I would be able to speak to my housemates maybe in the afternoon or whatever it might be. And as I was looking for different places at the beach there, I was offered quite a few spots, which was really nice, but I said no to a lot of things. And there was one house that I really wanted, that I really liked, that I said yes. And that was, of course, the only one that I didn't get offered. And this was getting pretty close to me needing to move out of my house in the inner west of Sydney. So then when I got the rejection or I got the no, you know, it wasn't really a personal rejection. I'm sure they just whatever I found other people earlier than me as it goes with the housing market in Sydney is pretty competitive, even for share houses. Um, I was offered another place and it looked nice enough. It was in a nice area. And I think in hindsight, I just said yes to it because I was kind of getting worried about, you know, not having a place to live. It's not an option for me to move back with my parents. Um, at the time I couldn't really move in with my partner because it wouldn't have worked with me being able to run my business. And so I just, kind of had to make a decision on the fly of like, all right, yep, this is an offering, it's good enough and I'll do it. So I felt really excited to move there, mainly just because of the area that I was moving into. And so when I moved to this place in the beach, um, <laughs> to be honest, and this is not something I've shared at all, but we're going to go there in this podcast. The week beforehand, I started to get so anxious about the move. I stopped sleeping. I was worried about it constantly. It was all I could think about. I just was like, I don't know if this place is going to be good for me. But I think what happens sometimes, and I see this with my clients, especially some of those who have been in the personal development game for a while, or um, they have been working with a few coaches or whatever it might be, is that you can be really self-aware that you sometimes start to like justify your emotions and in hindsight right this isn't something I knew I was doing consciously at the moment I was like well this fear this anxiety I'm experiencing means that like you know I'm doing something outside of my comfort zone so therefore it must be like something good and like you know I really wanted to move to the area the house was really nice it was a completely different area compared to um, where I was living in my old share house so I kind of just like convinced myself I guess and, you know, it, it's, only, it's taken me now a couple of months later to kind of realize that this, what I was, this is what I was doing, that like it was going to be all good and that I was anxious for no reason and like kind of just like move forwards with it. And I'm someone that has very much learned to manage my anxiety and not um, kind of stop it from letting me do things. And I am always someone that's like, take action and then at least you'll know, right? Do the thing and that's what's going to gain you clarity. You're not going to just like sit back and dissolve your anxiety and then you're going to be able to do something that mostly... The best way to 
like get the answers is to do the thing and be like, okay, that doesn't serve you, which is essentially what's going to happen in this podcast, as you know, because I've obviously already moved. Um, so anyway, moved into this new place. It was really, it was a really, really nice apartment, like my new place by the beach. Um, but we ended up being in like a real full on lockdown. Like we just all of a sudden went into lockdown and, um, that was a very different condition than what I expected to be moving into this new share house by the beach. I had moved into this apartment under the guise. And when I had agreed to say yes to this, I'd moved into this apartment. And this is one of those things where like, I kind of knew it at the time, but I just like, didn't want it to be true. You know, that feeling where don't move into a place, don't agree to something if you have to alter it, or if you're moving under like a certain condition. And I was moving into this place under the condition that my housemates would be mostly at the office nine to five. Of course, the lockdown happened the week before I was moving in and my housemates were at home all the time. This might not seem a big deal, but when you're someone who is running your own business, you really need, or personally, this might not be everyone, but I'm going to assume from my own experience working with clients and also friends that are coaches, you really need your own space where you feel safe and private and secure. And I would say that I'm a bit of an introvert, extrovert, like a bit of both, but my introvert heart really needs quality time alone where I know I'm not going to be bothered, where I know no one's going to walk in and like ask me what I'm going to do. Otherwise, I feel like I can't relax and I feel like I can't fully recharge. So with everyone being at home during lockdown constantly, having nowhere else to go, um, it made it really difficult for me to feel like I was fully safe. And it's not like I was under threat by my housemates. They were lovely people. It's actually got nothing to do with them as people. But it was just more the fact that I wasn't able to have quality time by myself at home. And I know that this is something maybe a lot of people have struggled with during lockdown. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, woe is me. But just like, as I kind of came to this realization that maybe where I had moved into wasn't really serving me, that's kind of the reasons as to why. And so if you're feeling like so stuck and trapped, which we all would be for a variety of reasons, maybe realizing I haven't had a moment to just like be by myself and sit and something I've been talking to with a lot of my clients and where I found refuge as well was like borrowing my partner's car and honestly just sitting in there and having like time by myself. And that's not like a long-term solution at all, but it did give me the clarity to kind of like move away from situations where I just felt really overcrowded and just have like a moment of peace within myself where I just knew no one was going to like bother me. And I just started to have this real big urge of like, I just wanted to be alone. I just wanted to, you know, my schedule is very different to a nine to five schedule. So when my housemates would be like working all day and I'd kind of like go to the beach and come back, I'd be walking back into this like very intense environment. And it kind of started to make me feel like I had to work nine to five not because I wanted to impress them, but just because there were these, this energy there, there was just this energy of like intense, busy work mode during the day. And like, not really a vibe of like, be creative and dance to music and cook whenever you want. Like it was very much like rigid structures. And I guess that my two housemates had also been living together for a long time. So they were very used to their structure. And I think it's kind of weird when people live with me because not many people live my life, right? Most people work a nine to five or maybe they work at a cafe where they're working six or two. Like it's like blocks of time. Whereas I am different every single day and I love that and I thrive off that. I still have certain structures during my day that help to give me structure or that helps to give my flow, keep going. But I very much am different every single day. And so I think it just like really didn't mesh. And I didn't really like come to terms with the fact that this house 
wasn't suiting me for a while. I just felt really anxious. And I remember having this conversation of like, I just need to try harder and I need to kind of like break my fear because I was starting to get this fear of speaking like I of, and of making noise. Like I felt really guilty for my housemates to have to listen to say like, if I was going to do a podcast, I felt really guilty for doing that. I felt like I couldn't be too noisy because they were working or creating content in front of people that you don't really know that well. is kind of awkward. Like, you know, you know, I know people that get embarrassed just taking a freaking photo at a restaurant of their meal, let alone talking in front of a like camera in front of people that you don't really know that well. Like it just, it wasn't, helping my vibe at all and I had this really really anxious week um probably at the start of when was it was like August and I just felt like everything was collapsing in on me but I couldn't put my finger on it like I felt like I don't know everything was failing and I was really struggling and I was having I was crying every single day like I was just really overwhelmed and I think a lot of us have reached this like peak with lockdown and just feeling really frustrated where we have like a week or, or a couple of days or maybe it's even lasting for a month. Like there's no good or bad, right or wrong time where you're allowed to be upset or frustrated or feeling really like low for anything that you're going through is totally like you're right. But I did have a week at the start of August where I was just not handling it. And I didn't really like share it on social media as much because I just needed to like go through it myself, as I'm sure you can imagine. Um, but I just felt like really upset. I felt anxious. I felt like I wasn't doing the right thing. Like I just had this overwhelming feeling of like, oh, I'm not doing well. And that's when I posted the episode around lockdown, um, if you're feeling anxious in lockdown. So if you want to go and listen to that, that's been so highly listened to. And so like many people have shared that to their stories and that kind of thing, because what my anxiety was doing was convincing me that something was wrong, was convincing me that my business wasn't working, even though, and this was the most crazy thing, even though I was still signing clients, I was still making money, I was still busy, like my and my anxiety was like, but what if something's wrong? But what if this? And what if you haven't remembered this? And what if, you know, rah, rah, rah. And it was just the most bizarre experience. And I remember having this download in the shower of like, your anxiety used to do this to you when you were in the thick of your like disordered eating and body dysmorphia. Like my anxiety used to always be like, your body's bad or your body's wrong or your body's too big and people are looking at you and stop eating too much and people are judging you all the time. And I just realized that like, it's actually not the physical surroundings. It's not something that I'm doing that's creating the anxiety. The anxiety is making me feel like I'm doing something wrong or bad. Whoa, hello, I just realized my microphone was not properly turned on, so that's really annoying. But anyway, you get the whole gist of that without the better sound quality, and here we are. Um, so anyway, you just have to sometimes realize that your anxiety is making you think things are wrong when most of the time they aren't, and that's like such an over oversimplification of anxiety, but it just really helped me to like kind of realize that and notice that like, yeah, wh- how anxiety was operating in my brain. And something then that my partner said to me when I was feeling really anxious was ever since you moved into this place, your anxiety has been heightened. And it got me thinking like, oh, like maybe she's right. And she was like, I didn't want to say anything earlier because, you know, I wanted you to come to the realization by yourself. And I then started to think like the cog started to turn in my brain. Maybe this is what's not working well for me. And I guess like because whenever you're making a big change and you're making a big decision, I was in my share house in the inner west for like. 18 months and it was the first place that I'd stayed for longer than a year and it was a really transformative time in my life for me like I was coming out I was launching my business like it was going really well I feel like I finally got into a good flow and I was just like really enjoying the ride and so I guess when I moved into this new share house I wanted it to be a similar sort of experience of like 
regrounding and re like transforming and having like something cool and fun to build on with my new place. And I wanted to really give it a good go. Like, and so you try to like make it something good. Like you try to make it something as like good as possible and you don't really instantly go to look for like a problem to solve with it because you kind of want your decision to be the right one. Anyway, when I was going through this really anxious week, I kind of just came to this realization suddenly that I wanted to live on my own and I wanted to have my own space. I wanted to live yeah, by myself essentially and just have my own little like creative den. And basically I realized that on Tuesday, I looked at a few places online and then I went to an inspection and then I got accepted to a place by Saturday and I just was like, thank you universe. Obviously this was the right decision for me. So here's the thing. Here's a couple of reflections. There is no way that I would have known with such confidence that I wanted to live by myself had I not have moved into the share house first. I needed to go through that experience to kind of like cross it off the list and be like, yeah, no, actually, I I think I'm done with the whole share house experience because I've lived in a lot of share houses. I've lived out of home since I was 19. So I really had the experience. And I thought what I wanted was to have people around me. But I guess when you're moving into a share house, especially just with like random people, you end up making a lot of small talk. I don't know. I just, I found the experience. I, I guess maybe not that there was anything wrong with the people that I lived with. They were welcoming. They were nice enough, all of that kind of thing. But I guess it was just like um, me having to um, create these relationships with new people that I guess I didn't necessarily have the energy for anymore in this stage of my life. Like I want to be giving energy to the people that really light me up, that add things to my life and that, all my clients, you know, that I are so, so important to me. So um, I just felt that I needed that space by myself. Um, but as I said, I would not have known. And this is one of the most frustrating things about hindsight. But anyway, I would not have known. So I absolutely don't regret moving into the share house by the beach. I'm glad that I did it. I kind of like crossed it off the list and I'm not wondering what if I'm not. I think if I'd moved from my share house in the inner west to, well, I know if I'd moved straight into my own place, I would have felt a bit less certain of my decision so all I want to say is that it's okay to change your mind it's not a big deal I mean it is a big deal but it's not a bad thing just because you go from one thing to the next like especially being a manifesting generator right we're multi-passionate we're changing our minds and that doesn't mean we need to be like unsettled and frazzled and all over the place but it more just means okay what's the intention behind this if I'd stayed in that place because I was like, oh, well, I've, you know, moved here and I've paid the removalists and everything like that. Sorry if you can hear the ambulance behind me. Um, Or because I felt like I needed to prove something, you know, often when we are self-aware, we can have this mindset of like, no, I need the challenge. And if there is a challenge, I've got to like push myself through it. And sometimes you do, but if you have the option to give yourself an easier choice or like an easier outcome, why wouldn't we take it? And we can sometimes feel like everything needs to be really hard. And it's this real balance, right? Because it was still hard to make the decision to leave. And I felt bad for my housemates because they'd have to find a new housemate and whatever. Not that that's my responsibility, but I'm still a human, right? You still have those thoughts and feelings come up. And then also the worries about, okay, I really want to move into my own space, but what if I don't like it? What if I feel the same at the new place? Like that was a really big fear that I had of like, I'm not feeling settled in my share house. What if I move into my own place and I'm still not feeling settled, which is essentially your anxiety creating a problem in the future that hasn't happened yet because I'm not going to know until I get there. And really the only way to soothe that feeling is just go and figure it out. And if it doesn't work, you'll figure it out again. Like it's okay, right? There is 
no wrong or right choice. And listen to this and listen to this carefully. There is no wrong or right choice, but a choice has to be made, right? So you've got to make choices all the freaking time. And when we put so much pressure on ourselves to be making the best choice, the right choice, the perfect decision, the most aligned decision, then we end up procrastinating and getting down spirals and writing all these pros and cons lists. And it's just like, it's too overwhelming. You just have to make a choice and be like, okay. And a really helpful way to think about it as well is like, what are my values, right? And for me, my values are being creative, being of service, um, feeling lit up, feeling inspired. And I had to ask myself, am I making choices and decisions that are helping me to move towards those values? Or am I making decisions that are moving me away from those values? And to be honest, even like living in this place where I wasn't able to like show up as my full authentic self and not feel kind of like observed it, it even though I didn't mean to I was moving away from my values and moving into my own space felt like it was giving me the ability to move even closer to my values as well so here I am I've moved into my new apartment all by myself which is such a huge feat like I have lived by myself once before but I was living in a sublet like not really my own apartment kind of thing but now I am which is amazing I feel so grateful for it and you know I think with the past couple of months of the way that my business has been going I've been really consistently hitting five figures every single month with such ease there's obviously always stress you always feel nervous you always feel like a bit of doubt you always second guess yourself but that's going to be in any situation that you're in right but for me I can I can really solidly say that I try my best every single day that I don't leave any what ifs. I'm not wondering like, oh, what if I started that business or what if I posted that Instagram or what if I was more creative? Like, I really feel like every day I'm pretty much doing everything that I want. I don't have anything that I'm like, like I have things that I want to achieve, but I'm like, I feel like I've achieved so much. I feel so grateful for it. And that's amazing. And at the same time, I still feel like I'm just getting started, which is also really, really exciting. Like what a great place to be in. But it was really, really cool when I was able to just like, I know this might sound really basic for some people, but I haven't always had the greatest money mindset. And over the past two or three years, I've massively increased it. But even when I remember moving to this share house in Bondi, I was like, all right, I'm going to pay a bit more rent. I'm going to upgrade my living expenses. And even though I had the money there, I felt nervous about it because it was a bit of an upgrade. Whereas obviously moving into your own place, you're going to be spending more money. I just felt like, yeah, like it's worth it. Like this is what I want to do. And it felt really empowering to be able to make that decision, not based off the money, but based because I wanted to have it. And I knew that the money was there and I knew that my business was going to be able to support me because I have created that for myself. I have changed my mindset around it and I have created a strategy that helps me to bring in money, that helps me to live the life that I am aligned with and to be able to have the impact and that also helps me to live in my own freaking apartment to have removalists to not have to do things myself to be able to do things in a bougie way like even over the weekend I went out and did a huge haul I bought all of these things I had to like it wasn't unnecessary random things that I bought like I've never lived by myself I've mostly moved into share houses where a lot of the stuff is already there and over the weekend I had to buy all of these things for myself and again little vulnerable share with you I actually had a little bit of a cry because I was like whoa this feels like I'm really grounding like it feels like I'm really arriving in a place and I'm almost like settling down and I realized over the past couple of years that I have been almost avoiding doing that because I always wanted to be able to like leave quickly like share houses are easy for me to like slot in stay there for a while and then leave without having to carry much furniture or sort through many things like 
I'm definitely not someone that likes to own a lot of possessions. And so to move here and to have to buy things, like you just have to. And that's a really cool part. It's so fun to be able to go and pick things. And once again, I'm so happy and so lucky. I mean, lucky is not really the right word, but grateful that this business supports me being able to literally just go to the store and be like, yeah, I just want to buy whatever I want to buy for this place. Um, But there was this internal feeling with me of like, wow, I'm really doing this. And it like, I almost noticed that I was a bit of a commitment phobe in terms of like where I'm living, because I think I have just built up this um, sort of approach just to be able to like move places quickly because, you know, that's kind of my personality. I love to be able to move and chop and change. And it just kind of hit me yesterday of like, wow, we're like really settling in here. And of course, if I decide I don't like this place in two months, I will move again and I'm not going to hesitate to do that. And I that doesn't mean that I've made the wrong decision. Like even thinking about the house that I was in before that, I don't regret it. I don't feel bad. I don't think I made a bad decision at all. It was the, the way that things were meant to unfold. And it's given me so much experience and wisdom moving forwards in how I want to make decisions in what I want my living spaces to be like. And, you know, it was worth it just to know that I actually wanted to live by myself. So here I am and it feels amazing. And I'm just so happy to be here. You'd be I don't know if you'd be surprised at this or not, but there were so many people who I told I was moving into my own place, like by myself, like I'm not living here with anyone else. Like literally I'm moving, lived in by myself. I think a lot of people assumed that I'm moving in with my partner and obviously she's going to be visiting me a lot, but the whole idea of moving here was to be by myself. Like that's the... That's the ongoing thing that's been in my head. Like, I just wanted to be alone, be by myself. That's all I've wanted. And I'm sure a lot of people can feel like that during lockdown where like at home, you're always surrounded by people, but maybe it's not even the people that you really want to be surrounded by. And then that makes it really hard for you to like interact with other people because you're like constantly at home with people that when it goes to like calling your friends or going on a walking date or whatever you're like oh I just I just like can't you almost don't have the capacity for it um but so many people were like oh you're gonna be so lonely and like are you gonna be okay like you're gonna be okay during lockdown and I was like why why is everyone so scared to be alone like why does why is that everyone's first kind of conclusion that they jump to like yeah I think we all need to be obviously capable of being alone and I think when we're lonely, it really gives us an opportunity to look at ourselves and think, well, what am I making it mean about myself? Because I know something that I used to do a lot was if I was lonely and I felt lonely, I would kind of internalize that and make it mean that no one wanted to talk to me. When in reality, that's not true. When I'm lonely now, I just take it as a sign to reach out to someone, message someone. And I guarantee you, even if you feel like you don't have that many friends, you have people that you can reach out to that would be happy to talk to you, happy to go on a random walking thing with you, get a coffee, whatever it might be, even in lockdown. It just requires you putting yourself out there a little bit. And even today I was walking along the streets and I bumped into someone and she was like, let's go get a coffee. And I was like, oh my God, yes, let's do that. Like, you know, you just never know. And I, I took that this morning as a sign that I'm in the right place because that was just like a really nice way for me to feel connected. Um, So for me, like, no, I'm not going to feel lonely. I talk to people all day, every day. I get to talk to my clients. I'm exerting so much energy externally that for me to have my own little safe cocoon at home is amazing. And I think it's really important to be able to make decisions for you rather than, oh, I'm not going to move in by myself because I'm scared to be alone. Like, that's not what my life is about. I'm going to move somewhere. Even if it, like, I wasn't scared, but even if I was scared, I'd be doing it anyway. Just like how I moved into the share house, even if I was scared. Like, being scared about something is almost a reason to do the thing. 
because the fastest way to move through the fear is to take the action. If you feel like you're in a similar situation to me where you're like, something in my life isn't working, I think I just had to be radically honest with myself of like, yes, you're trying to make this work and you really wanted it to work, but it's okay to let it go. It's okay to admit that maybe it's not what you expected it to be. And this can be with anything, relationships, a house you're in, a job, whatever, when you think it's going to be good and it turns out to be completely different. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. Stop making it such a personal attack against you because I know that we can do that. Ask yourself, what am I making this mean about me? Because by constantly blaming yourself or thinking that you need to white knuckle it through and push more and try harder, you're just wasting so much energy on something that doesn't need to be hard. And give yourself the permission to change your mind, change your tracks, do something just for you and prioritize yourself instead of thinking that you need to do something for other people all the time. And really just doing an audit of your life, as I always talk about on this podcast, what's serving you, what isn't serving you. If you feel unclear, the best thing to do is to let go of something, whether that be something physical, like I'm going to let go of like some clothes in my wardrobe. I actually did a huge cull, which was amazing when I moved in here. Maybe it's a mindset that you need to let go of. And for me, I needed to let go of the mindset that I had to make it work or I had to prove something or that I was feeling guilty with my housemates. You know, I had to let go of that. And then that created space for me to think about what I really wanted. So that would be my top tip too. But I'd love to hear from you. Like, come and send me a message on Instagram. What's your experience been during lockdown? How have you been coping um, at home? Have you ever had a situation like this where you've decided to live at home? Do you live by yourself? I know a lot of my clients do live by themselves as well. And let me know because I'm always eager to hear your experience and your feedback. It literally feeds my soul. Come and join me this Friday for the One Day Business Mastermind. It's going to be so fun and so amazing and a great way to invest in yourself and in your future and in your business. Just send me a message on Instagram and I can give you all of the details. As I said, it's $100 until Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. And then after Tuesday morning, it's going to be $200 and it's on Friday and the recording will be there. You'll get lifetime access. It's literally no brainer. Like really, what can you say to that? That's like, like, why would you be opposed to joining us? So come and join me, send me a message on Instagram. And um, if you liked this podcast, please make sure you're following, subscribing, leave a review, rating, all of those things really, really help support the podcast. All right. Bye.